0: Before we head into the podcast I just wanted to come and chat about my new subscription-based podcast with a cherry on the top this is a pod that delves a little deeper into the business side of cake making see it as an audio workshop which will help you make small changes in your business which will result in getting more of the orders you love for the people who value your talents and which will in turn allow you to earn a good price for your cakes head over to daisycakecompany.co.uk and click on podcast membership for more information now, let's get on with this week's episode.
1: Are you a cake maker running a business or a business owner making cakes? Hi, I'm Sammy. Hi, I'm Bronya and
0: welcome to the business of cake making.
1: Hello Bronya. <laughs> Hello. I'm, hello. <laughs> uh, I'm Sammy and this is Bronya. And um, today's guest is Caroline from Caroline Jack's Cake School. And she can make your cake business successful. She runs um a cake school and um she's absolutely amazing. <laughs> I'm really excited to talk to her today. Hello, Caroline. Nice to meet you. Now, thank you for coming on our podcast today. Um, thank you for having me oh it's a real pleasure um uh welcome to the podcast perhaps you could start by telling us a little about yourself
2: of course. So um, I am Caroline. I am the owner of Caroline Jack's Cake School. Um, you can probably tell from my accent that I live in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> um, loads of people say they can just like listen to me talk for hours as well, which is funny. Because um, your accent's but, yeah, not I thick, actually. It's quite a nice, mellow accent. You know, I sometimes I think I put my phone voice on sometimes. <laughs> um, so when I'm speaking to family, I kind of go a bit more into the Scottish. <laughs> So this is my proper voice that I'm putting on for you so you can understand me. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I live in Scotland with my husband and my three-year-old son. um, And I've been baking for about nine years now um started kind of the way a lot of cake makers start kind of down the cupcake route I was kind of part of like the cupcake trend if you like at the time um found that I was quite good at decorating cupcakes and then friends and family said oh you should start selling them which is I think how a lot of people get started so um yeah went through all the kind of normal stuff cupcakes onto people soon started asking me can you make birthday cakes and I thought well, it's just a bigger cupcake, really, isn't it? So we'll give that a go. On to birthday cakes. And then as soon as you start making birthday cakes, people say, oh, can you make me a wedding cake as well? And I thought, well, that's just a fancier birthday cake, really. So let's give that a go as well. Um, And throughout the years I've gone through, I was made redundant from my full-time job, which is when I started making cakes full-time, opened up a shop, jumped in with two feet, open up a shop, had a little coffee shop, all that kind of thing. Um, And then my son came along and didn't have the time for all that kind of stuff. So moved back home with the cakes. Um, By that time, I was just purely making wedding cakes because I found that's where my passion really lay. Um, I found that's where my my strengths were. I was really good at decorating that kind of style of cakes. So, yeah, I'm a wedding cake maker now. And then just naturally, again, people started asking me, other cake makers started asking me, oh, how do you do those sharp edges or how did you do that rose? And so I just um, moved into teaching as well. So that's where my kind of school was born from. And now predominantly that's what I do now is um, I have my cake school and I've been running that for about two or three years now as well. So um, thoroughly enjoy, uh, I get such a pleasure from helping other people and seeing other people succeed as well. Um, And I first started out just doing the normal kind of decorating classes um, and soon realized that I had a lot more to offer than just teaching the decorating side of things and I wanted to teach people a lot more about the business side of things because I did have quite a struggle along the way to actually make money from selling cakes and I know a lot of people struggle with that too as well. So that's what I really like helping with.
0: But you just, you've you just like told my story, except for having the three-year-old child, you've just told yeah. my exact story. Is what yeah. I
2: <laughs> and i think you know like so many people are in the same boat and i think so many people can see their self kind of in me mm. as well and we are we do all have the same kind of struggles which is really interesting yeah, um, Definitely. yeah so. so we we've
0: asked you um onto the podcast today to talk about cake communities because we're very into Kate community, community over competition and, and everything. Um and you yeah. both with your school and you have a free Facebook group as well. So you have like a, a big school. Um when you were first starting out, how easy did it did you find it to find a community? Or did you find it scary to talk to other people or did you just jump in? Did you go and find them? How was your sort of like
2: start? For me, there was almost nothing, I have to say. I found, I used to find cake making such a lonely experience. Um, You know, especially when you get into it for like selling it as a business, like you're working by yourself all the time. You know, you've not got work colleagues that you can chat away to throughout the day. And so often I would find myself you know, it got to like 10 o'clock at night and I'd had to strip the cake and redo it because it hadn't worked. And, you know, I was tearing my hair out and I just thought I have nobody to go and ask for help. And I just felt really, really alone. And at that time as well, it was, it was always kind of like, it sometimes can be seen as that like cutthroat industry and like, and nobody wanted to help each other kind of thing. And um, I used to do that, you know, I put my hands up, like I would go on other cake makers' websites and look at what they were charging for their cakes, and I was too scared to talk to them, so for me it was a very, very lonely experience, there was tons of um, like free YouTube videos, showing you how to pipe a cupcake, yeah. or showing you how to decorate a cake, but There was nothing there for like the support afterwards for you know okay that video makes it look really easy but it's not working for me so what do I actually do or what color am I going to use to get this green for this Minecraft cake that I'm making or you know there there literally was nothing when I was you know quite early on in my cake business. Um, See when you had your shop, did you have staff at your shop? I did. Yeah, Yeah. I had staff. I mean, this is how Sammy and
0: I met because I had a shop and Sammy was my head baker um oh, and I found that just the difference between working at home and then suddenly having a team at the shop yeah. and then going back to working at home the the contrast is just having someone there to go what do you think
2: yeah <laughs> yeah and that's it I mean my uh the team in my shop because I was running as a kind of like a coffee shop yeah, we had things, a, a tea so room was, as well yeah, yeah, yeah. cake shop but tea I'm room I was the only one decorating the cakes. Right. But sometimes, so the, the other ones, they weren't like bakers, you know, they were the kind of stuff. But even just having that yeah. person there to say, can you come and look at this for me? Like sometimes just a fresh pair of eyes is all you need. Or I find a lot of the time, it's just that bit of reassurance. You know, like I could make a phenomenal looking cake, but as cake makers, we're so critical of ourselves and of our own work as well. Yeah. And we seek that validation yeah. from somebody else as well. And we just want somebody else to tell us, that's really good. Like, yeah. you've done a really get good cake job. you and... blind as well, don't you? You look yeah. at a paper so
1: long that you can't see
2: how fantastic it is, and you have to walk yeah. away and come back to it. Yeah I mean I made a, I made a cake just last weekend for my husband's 40th birthday and um, it'd been a long time since I'd, made, since I'd made a novelty cake and it was a very novelty cake that I was making and to me um, I'm my own worst critic so I looked at the cake and I saw I was like oh I wish I'd done that a bit different oh I wish I'd done that a bit different and all the guests at the party said oh my god that cake is amazing like every single person I thought do you know, like we're we are so blind to, it, aren't we, yeah. um, and so critical on ourselves? Definitely. Yeah. Um You're now a very successful cake maker.
1: Um, when you started your school, what made you want to have a membership rather than a traditional type of cake school? Um, what made you go for the? Com- 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 I can't get my words out. <laughs> what made you go for the community route
2: for cake makers? Yeah. So I think. Just what we were just kind of saying previously, and I always, when I talk, um, you know, on my Instagram page, anything I'm talking online, I always describe it as a journey that we go on as cake makers. You know, we've gone on that journey from making cupcakes to big cakes to wedding cakes to teaching, whatever your journey might be. And that journey, like you guys have probably been the same. There's so many highs and lows throughout it. And I think for me, I just knew that I wanted to give that ongoing support to people and you know what you're doing right now in your cakes might not be where you are two years down the line and you might need different support as you go Um, and in the world that we live in just now everything's always changing do you know like there's always some new trend or some new algorithm or you know like there's always continuous things to learn so for me it was just so that I could try and support people on their journey and you know, I got to some really low points in my cake journey where I was ready to give up. Do you know, I was like, I was working every single night and making very little money off cakes because I didn't have somebody there to help me and guide me in the right direction. And I never want MD to get to that point where I once was. Do you know, it was, my husband was having to support me financially because I just wasn't, I didn't know how to run it as a business. Um, and there were some really kind of low points. And as I say, I never want MD to get to there. So I just want to be that kind of, support network and that place that people can go to um just for some ongoing support yeah tell us a little bit about the membership as such and
0: and what you see the best part of having a membership for cake makers is because
2: it is it is quite unique isn't it yeah so my membership um it's called self Razors, um and I focus on both the decorating side of making cakes as well as the business side of making cakes because I noticed that there was a bit of a gap there and there's not a lot of people that actually talk about the business side of things and say you can Google in two seconds to find out how to do every kind of decorating technique that you want. But what actually matters is being able to sell them. Do you know if you want to run a successful business, you have to know, you have to be a business owner. Yeah. And for a long time, I was a cake maker and now I class myself as a business owner. Yeah. Um so that's really what I hope to try and achieve with the membership. Um but you know, we all love decorating pretty cakes. That's what that's what we're here for as well. Like so um we we do that in the membership as well. And I think it's great to have. We've almost built like a little family. Um, in myself razors membership, you know, everybody gets to know each other, and you get to know their business, and you get to know them as a person, and you get to know their struggles, and you know, it's a place to go that when you need that validation, when you finished a cake and before the customer collects it, and you want somebody to tell you that it's all right, then we just post our pictures and say like, guys, what do you think? Like everybody's there. It's one of the most positive environments that I've ever been in. Um, and that's what I kind of try and hope to achieve with everything that I do. Um, I've absolutely no time for drama. Like I've got such a busy life myself. <laughs> yeah. do you know, like, And I just want to be there to kind of like support each other and, um, And cheer each other on and see everybody succeed as well and it's almost like it's like those work colleagues that you don't have you know like when you are making cakes from home by yourself like you never feel like you're alone because you know I know it's at the other end of a phone but there's always somebody there if you're up till 10 o'clock at night there's probably somebody else still making a cake at that time as well so um yeah that's what I absolutely love it's it's funny you say about like the um the work colleague
0: thing it's because I mean I had a normal proper job for for like 20 yeah. 25 years and it was really funny it was something that came up the other day and I saw someone they were talking about how you know it's when it's your birthday and you take cakes in and everyone yeah. turns into cakes and it's little things like that that you kind of yeah. think, I don't have that in my life anymore I yeah. you know working you work in a vacuum but it's all that little you know it's, I suppose they call it the water cooler chat don't they you don't get the yeah you don't have that yeah, yeah. and you know what
2: I really miss as well is the Christmas night's out oh, yes. I was just gonna say yeah. that he's <laughs> organising the party nights and I'm like my husband's like shall we just go out for a meal then and I'm like oh, that's not very good <laughs> so we're actually um, for our very first kind of in-person meetup we're having next weekend at Cake International um, okay. because obviously at the time we're recording this you know we've just gone through we're going through Covid yep. kind of thing we haven't been able to meet up in person with people so um my membership's been running for a year and a half now and we're having our first in-person meet up next weekend at cake international so i'm so so excited so that's kind of like our christmas night out (laughs) if you like (laughs) so it's all these people that know one another but have never met Yeah, incredible. And it's crazy, and you know, thanks to the power of the internet and Zoom video calls and stuff now, like you actually do feel like you know these people as well, which is lovely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Excellent. Because Sammy and
0: I, we, we, I mean, we didn't do it last year because I'm in Surrey and Sammy's in Southampton. Um. But we kind of call each other our cake wives. You know, it's one of those things that. know. But we've said (laughs) that we've got to have a Christmas do this year, just me and her, but a Christmas. Yeah. 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 You you do miss
2: it. You do you do that's that's one of the hardest things I would say about being self-employed is being by yourself definitely and just like you say just missing out on those little chats with people like you know if you're in the house all day by yourself making cakes like you end up talking to yourself yeah you know, you've not got that well. like what you were saying, the water cooler chit chat. Like you don't have like even just a couple of minutes at a time to talk to somebody. My husband comes home at night and I'm like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, because I've not spoken to an adult all day.
0: Know <laughs> exactly where you are. <laughs> yeah. So um, in your particular community, in your membership, is there anyone that you see thriving, you know, particularly well? Or is there anyone that it kind of
2: benefits more than others? Yeah I think um, for me the students that I always see doing the best are those with an open mind those that are willing to kind of push themselves out their comfort zone a little bit Um, because again as cake makers like we're kind of used to being by ourselves and um, you know tying our scruffy hair back and our apron (laughs) on with our flower and stuff like that and when I try and tell people that they need to get in front of the camera to show themselves and kind of put themselves out there and market their cake business, a lot of people really retreat into themselves and and become terrified. But the people that that do the best are the ones that are just open to trying something new um, and open to learn and willing to soak up all the knowledge and ready to put the effort in as well. Um, You know, it's hard work running a cake business. Do you know, I'm not going to lie. Like it does require a lot of effort. I think, it's one of those professions, I think, that a lot of people think, oh, it'll be so easy to sell cakes. Yeah. You well, know, there's so many people doing it. Like there's always new cake makers yeah. pop up. Like I've seen it over the years and they come and go. And that the difference is because they've not learned how to run a business. They've not, they've just thought, right, I'll be able to decorate cakes. And as soon as I post that picture, then loads of people are going to buy it. And when that doesn't happen, they're like, oh, this is not working and I'm not making any money and they, and they give up. So it's the ones that are willing to pa- push past that. And overcome that, and learn how to become a business owner as well as a cake maker. That tend to do the best, definitely. Um, yeah, I know exactly what
0: you mean by putting your face out there because I, um, I spend far too much time on Instagram.
1: But do you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell we you all do. Yeah, my son, <laughs> my 18 year old son, paid you the biggest compliment ever, Bronya, the other day. He said, "Yeah, I've been watching uh, Bronya's videos. They're uh, pretty cool, aren't they?" <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> so that's a compliment. That's a massive compliment.
0: <laughs> oh, tell him thanks. I will. I will. <laughs> but yeah, but, but yeah. I mean, I do the the Instagram account for the podcast, and I follow quite a few cake makers on it. But what I see is endless pictures of cakes. Yeah. And they're beautiful, and they're gorgeous, but they don't tell me anything about. The cake maker and they don't tell me anything about no. the business behind it um and you're so right yeah people just need to
2: get yeah. out there they really do I think that, that's the biggest thing is a lot of people think when they're selling cakes that they should just post pictures of cakes and when I tell them you know, I was a, I've come from a, a kind of retail background retail management in my kind of previous career and the biggest thing that I was always taught was that people buy from people mm you know, like there's so many cake makers out there, like you have to, the thing that makes you stand out, the thing that will make people buy your cakes is actually you because they'll buy from you as a person. Yeah. Um, so it's it's super, super important. Um, and that can be the most uncomfortable thing for somebody who's never put their face online. But do you know what the most it's satisfying thing for me is that when somebody actually does put their self out there, put their face out there, and I get a message from them saying... Oh my God, Caroline, the amount of people that's commented, the amount of people that's liked, the amount of people that's asked me to order a cake, that gives me the satisfaction yeah. because they can see the results from it. Yeah. So they then trust the that what I'm saying, you know, you have to do that. Yeah. You just have to put yourself out there.
1: I've written that down people buy from people that's a good statement it's
2: so, true. it's so true it's the biggest thing that I can always tell people people buy from people people are probably sick of seeing my face online because it's just out there constantly no, but um, I've been watching your videos and your Instagram um this week
1: um and I, I said to Bronya oh my god she's just so amazing you're so organized and you're just so calm and and I don't know how you do it because you've got a three-year-old as well that's hectic yeah. in
2: itself. lots of organizing yeah and you know I think you just have to almost get over yourself like a lot of people are just always so oh well what if, what if I look funny and what if people don't like the look of me and what if I like for exactly for me like I feel like I've got sometimes quite a strong scottish accent but you know i'm not i don't try and hide it sometimes i put my proper voice on a bit more so people can understand but i, I remember being on a live once and i said um yeah so if you just leave your cake on the kitchen bunker and then people said to me what's a bunker this is a bunker and i thought you know and that's just me being natural and i think that's why people can relate to you yeah. so well as you just get over yourself and just just be yourself um what is a bunker <laughs> It's the kitchen worktop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget, it's just like comes so naturally because I was just so I'm just so relaxed and on and sometimes I forget that you won't know the words that I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call my work
0: surfaces bunkers from now on. Yeah. Bunker, yeah. <laughs> <a>
1: good word. <laughs> such a good word <laughs> um you've also got a really great facebook group as well um there's yeah. loads of facebook groups out there um yeah. sadly some more toxic than others um yeah. <laughs> how would you recommend a cake maker goes about finding the right one for them i
2: think first of all can you ask yourself like what do you hope to achieve by joining a facebook group um are you looking for a group that just focuses on decorating? Are you looking for one? Do you want to find out the business side of things? Do you want that support from people? And I think, again, coming back to that, like, people kind of thing, like, make sure that the person running that Facebook group is somebody that you can relate to. Um, and another thing as well, and I was so guilty of it when I when – I first started joining Facebook groups you know when they came like a, a lot more popular as I would join every single one yeah, of them I did that. Um, oh my goodness and, oh my goodness it's so overwhelming and yeah. um, the last thing that you want is to be a part of like hundreds of Facebook groups so I think I would definitely say like be really selective with which ones that you join because it can be so easy to get trapped in that continuous scroll on yes, facebook yeah you know like you sit down of an evening and you open up your mobile phone and you sit on facebook and you scroll and you scroll and you scroll and before you know it you've spent like three hours scrolling mindlessly scrolling like facebook groups just for the sake of it yeah so for me i think i'll just be really selective i i used to be part of loads and loads of facebook groups and like you say some are a bit more toxic than <laughs> others and i just don't sort of have time for drama so i just leave I just left like tons of Facebook groups and I am very selective with which ones get my time now. Um, And I'm very selective with the amount of time that I spend in them as well. So um, don't feel like you have to join every single group Um, and don't get involved in the drama as well. Like we've all got too much going on (laughs) to be doing that. And some of them are, yeah. are really I mean some of them are
0: terrifying the things that people say to one another and you can't kind of think hey you know we're all in we're all in this together but it's that some people aren't all in it together are they that, No, you know
2: no. there is there is still quite a split um you know like it's great when I find people like yourselves that are you know like community over competition and I say that all the time and really that's the only type of people that I want to join my Facebook group yeah. as well so I, I am really kind of clear on that like if that's not what you're about, then my group probably isn't for you because I always just encourage, you know, positivity and, um, you know, if you can't see anything nice, just scroll by and yeah. don't see anything kind of thing, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. We had um, we had Katie from Malarkey Cakes on and she's oh, also yeah. got a, a Facebook group and we had her talking about, on talking about, like, how to value yourself and how cake makers should value yourself. And we were saying that a lot of the problem is actually – other cake makers on these toxic groups can just knock yeah. you down, and you, yeah. while you're already in your own head panicking that your cake's not looking good enough, what you need is the positive side to yeah. the other people that will be able to tell you, no,
2: you need to value yourself. You need to yeah. to be able to push it forward. Absolutely. You you have to surround yourself with positive people, and you know I do that in real life as well. Like not just like online and Facebook groups. Is I don't have time for negative people in my life because that then does just bring you down as well. Yeah. Um, and I always, anytime that happens, I'm always like a, a glass half full type of person. You know, I'm always looking for the positive in any kind of situation. And I think I think it's just the best way that you can be. Really, I hate yeah. negative Nellies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I've yeah. seen Sammy is Sammy's amazing to work with because she's just always like yeah let's go for it let's do it <laughs> yeah
2: that's what you need that's 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 what you want is you want those kind of people like cheering you on yeah. and cheering and g- yeah. you up and yeah it's amazing fantastic um is there anything else you'd like
0: to talk to us uh about in terms of general communities but in your membership um you know how does your membership work that kind of thing
2: yeah, I think um, I think the main thing that I always kind of like to say to everyone is just spend as much time learning about the business side of cake making as the decorating side yeah. of things. I think that is always the kind of like main message that I like to give out everywhere. And you know, business doesn't have to be scary. You know, like I remember when I first realised that I had to learn about that kind of thing and it seemed like this kind of like big bad world kind of thing and and, you know how do you a male dominated world as well Yeah, yeah definitely and I think you know I think we put ourselves down as cake makers a lot of time and you know when somebody used to ask me what I did I said oh well I'm just a cake maker Yeah, I'm just a cake maker I used to say that all the time and you said no now I'm a cake business owner you know and a lot of people and what you give out is what people will perceive of you as well so if you're kind of going with the attitude of oh, I'm just a cake maker and you know I just I just make cupcakes and I just do this and blah blah you say no I'm, I'm a cake business owner and I make bespoke birthday cakes for first birthdays and I make their events like really special and you know if you've got the confidence in yourself then other people will see that confidence in your business as well and, and take you seriously as well because I think that's a lot of people struggle especially with getting friends and family to take their their little business seriously cute business yeah yeah I find
1: that um I work from home I'm self-employed and people my friends I love my friends um (laughs) but they just rock up and I'm like halfway through a cake and they'll stay for two hours and I'll be like and I'm too polite to say I'm really sorry I'm working I wouldn't come to your job and hang
2: out with you yeah (laughs) That's it. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, I think sometimes the cake makers we're people pleasers, aren't we? Yes, you know, definitely. We, make cakes because <laughs> we love seeing the reaction when we hand over that cake and we love seeing the person's like face light up and say. And it's really satisfying to know that you you've done that. But we are people pleasers. Yeah. And I think what we need to then what we need to learn is that it's all right to say no sometimes. You know, when somebody messages you and says, oh, are you in for a quick cuppa? Well, I'm in, but no, I'm working. Yeah. So I'm working until 5 p.m. And then maybe we could go for a cuppa after that. Or I could meet you on my lunch hour today, yeah. 12 to 1 for a cuppa. Yeah. And I think when you see yourself as that kind of you know, proper business, then that's other people will soon start to see that as well.
0: Yeah. It's it's also going back to what you were saying about um when you first started to learn about business and it's quite daunting and all of a sudden it's it seems quite scary. Um, another thing was is that pe- a lot of people kept saying to me, is you need to get out and network. You need to get out and network. Yeah. And I knew I needed to network. But yeah. So I went to like a couple of these breakfast networking things. They were <laughs> yeah. horrific. All blokes <laughs> sat around, plumbers, accountants, yeah. jippies, six o'clock in the morning down the brewer's fair with a breakfast. And I was yeah. the only one, only woman. Yeah. Um, really, really intimidating. And yeah. when people say networking, I think we really have to get past the business networking and consider that other cake makers knowing them is a network getting to know other wedding suppliers is a network Um, you know it's a different community it's a different way of looking at it and yeah if, if anyone ever suggests i can't i want to say bmp but it really isn't bmp
2: that's really wrong. I know what kind of thing you mean. Yeah, because yeah, I went through <laughs> a couple of those kind of things when I was first starting out as well, and it was it was it was very male dominated. Yeah. I found and those kind of things as well. So I I did, I joined a lot of um groups online, not even necessarily related to cake making, mm-hmm. but more kind of like the kind of like business coaching kind of side of things for other small business owners or creative business owners. So other people that are in the same kind of field as you. Um, and people that you feel comfortable with yeah. as well um because I remember going to a couple of these meetings and they would come out with all these words that I had no yeah. idea what they meant and I was like I was just sitting there really quiet and thinking I don't want to look stupid asking a question if all these guys know what's going on um so yeah, yeah stay away for those kind of things definitely yeah and like you said you- just networking with other businesses in your yeah. area is crucial as well. Even when I'm going out for like a dinner or something like that, I'll tag the restaurant. Yeah. Do you know, like if you can if you can make friends with other businesses and all support each other to succeed, then you know, we can all only win that way. Yeah. I even went to the doctor the other day
0: and she she asked me what I did and I said I made cakes. And she went, Oh, I'm getting married next year, I'll take your card. That was my doctor. Awesome. <laughs> that was my GP yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, That's talk amazing. about yourself. <laughs>
1: um we've kind of covered um how amazing you are on our previous question but I'm going to ask so now you still have your own business your community and membership and a toddler how are you fitting it all in
2: When somebody says it like that, I'm thinking to myself, how on earth do I do it? Like, that sounds like a lot. Do you know, I think I'm always really realistic with my time um, and what I can actually achieve as well. Um, I use time blocking um, every single day. So I'm very, um, very methodical with my time, you know, and I'm very strict. I make sure I stick to those kind of set times as well. So like if I'm making a cake, for example, if I've got to like bake the cake, my phone goes in the other room because between like 9 and 11 or whatever I've got to go and mix that batter I've got to get in the oven I've got to tidy up and I don't want to be distracted by my phone so I set myself those kind of like deadlines and say well this is my time for doing this and I have to get this done everything else can wait the emails can wait the Facebook notifications can wait um, and having it out of sight uh, is, is really really helpful um, but yeah just being really realistic and again like making sure that it's okay to say no because when I was back making like birthday cakes and stuff I would say yes to every single order that came in you know even if I had already booked in like five or ten cakes that week if somebody messaged me wanting a cake I would still say yes to it I would never say no and then it meant that I was working however many hours you know up till all night hours all that kind of thing especially at times like events you know like mother's day like valentine's i could never say i would never say no i never set myself that cap um and a quite a few times as it came to burnout you know you just exhaust yourself as well um so nowadays i'm much more and it seems really scary to say no as yeah. well and people are you know you think well i can't say no like what if, I, what if i'm get another order kind of thing but you have to be real realistic and not burn yourself out yeah. um so yeah, that's probably the biggest thing for me is just being really aware of my time and letting myself be okay to say no to things as well. It is, it is quite scary though. though. You kind of think, well, that could be another 60 quid. That could be another 80 quid.
0: But mm. yeah. is it worth it? Is it worth working to midnight for it? Exactly.
2: Yeah. And, you know, it's not sustainable long term. No. It's, it's not a long term business to have to work 80 hours a week no. to make to make money it's just not so you have to be smarter about your business and about the products that you're selling to be able to reach those kind of revenue goals that you've got without having to burn yourself out and work every single hour yeah. of every single day yeah definitely yeah definitely
0: so your your school and your membership is so you say it's been around in 18 months so it's still about 18
2: months for the membership now yeah it's still
0: quite new it's still quite yeah. fresh um, yeah. Is there any more plans to expand? Now we're, I know, I know they keep talking about post-pandemics, but I kind of feel like we are still in it. But now we're opening yeah. up a bit more. Um, is there any any ideas to expand it at all? Yeah,
2: I mean, I think the sky's the limit, isn't it? Like for me, the the bigger my school gets, the more people I can help. Is the way that I see it. the The more people I help, the less people that feel the way that I once was like wanting to give up making no money the more people that succeed for me the better the more people's I see it as kind of like changing people's lives that's kind of what I hope to achieve with my school so everything I've always done it's always happened really organically like you know I kind of let things happen naturally and I always I always listen to my audience as well so I always ask them like rather than making it about me it's not about me it's not about what I want to teach, is like, what can I help you with? What would be beneficial to you that I teach you? So my my membership is very kind of interactive. I'm always asking them like, "What do you want to learn? What can I help you more with?" Um, and it just kind of evolves naturally like that as well. So as we grow, uh, I think we've got about four hundred members in there just now who are in the Self Raisers membership, which is great. Um, I love the name the people... of your group as well. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Everybody <laughs> says that. <laughs> um, yeah, so. The more the more people I can help, the better so um watch this space. there's some exciting things coming in 2022 as well um but yeah, and as I say, I just i I always ask my audience what what can what will benefit them there's no point in me just making something for the sake of it. um it's not about that it's about what product can I provide you? what can I teach you that will help you succeed as well Is there anything else you'd like to chat about today? I not think I just wanna say like thank you so much for having me on your podcast today, my very first ever podcast I've Yay! done. I'm so excited. It's been so much fun. I lo- Do you know what, like we were saying, like it is such a lonely place and even now like I'm running my school, like I've got um a couple of people virtually can it help me, but they're not here like all the time. It's yeah. nice to it's nice to chat to other people who are doing like similar to what I'm doing as well, which is lovely. We, we, we have a cake group,
1: um, on Facebook, um, which is like just a a group of women that have kind of come together. Um, and it's fantastic because, um, so like you know there's no boards out there at the moment someone put a message out on Facebook so we were able to, I was able to go oh, I've got one of those she wanted an 18 inch board Perfect. so yeah and and that sort of thing happens all the time we, we can go can anybody help me can anyone recommend can anyone make a cake yeah. on this date? so yeah. and it's so nice and we do we occasionally meet up but we haven't met up since uh before COVID now so yeah, yeah it's
2: difficult isn't it yeah oh that's so lovely so yeah it is because how many times as cake makers have we like forgot to order a board yeah. for something oh God, you know yeah. Oh, nightmare yeah it's, it's well you do a cake you've got the cake. right
1: amount of boards but you do a cake and you think oh no i'll put it on another board so you're using the board for the other cake and then you leave <laughs> a shelf short- oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No matter how organised we try and be, like it, it does sometimes slip through, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, we
0: moved. Um, we were in Hampshire, and we moved back to Surrey about two and a half years ago. And the first thing I did was seek out all the other cake makers in the area, and message Great. them and just go, "Hi, nice to meet you," and all this. And some I never heard back from. Some I think yeah. were like, "Oh, hello, this is <laughs> this weird, is <laughs> yeah, this is strange," but. I've already found like two or three cake makers in the area. You know, one of them's got an edible printer. So she makes edible prints. I've got a cricket. So I make her toppers. We
2: just, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, it it doesn't hurt to just, you know. And you know, I always say to people as well, like, you know, people say, oh, there's so many other cake makers in my area. Well, that's absolutely fine. Think about the amount of people that live in your area. There are thousands usually of people that live in the area that you serve with your cakes you cannot physically make the cakes for every single person in that area yeah even you and you and one other cake maker probably can't do it so why not work together yeah. and all help each other out yeah,
0: yeah. Do you know
1: yeah. yeah
0: yeah i mean i i was i'm fully booked next weekend and i've had a couple of inquiries i've sent them to her she sent inquiries really? to me and it's like it's no skin off my nose because the thing is is that like you say i can't help every single person and rather than just going no i'm booked yeah, I've then still offered a
2: service to someone. Yeah, what great customer service to offer to someone. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially if somebody um, inquires about cake that's maybe not quite the style yeah. that you make, you know, if, like I, for instance, don't make novelty cakes. So anytime somebody inquired with me for a novelty, I would send them elsewhere. And the novelty baker who didn't do the elegant cakes would send them on yeah. to me. So it all works. It's great to work yeah. together. I mean, she she's literally two roads over. That's it. She's two
0: roads. We oh. walk to each other's house when we. Oh, how nice! Um, that's lovely. <laughs> and she she specialises in cupcake bouquets beautiful, oh, wow. stunning cake, cakes. I've never been able to master them. I can't do it. There's just oh. something about them. I cannot, they collapse, they fall apart, just can't do it. Oh. So, you know, we've, we've both got very different styles and very different niches. And, and it's fantastic because, you know, she, she does amazing things like that. And yeah, I could never do it. <laughs> I know There's
2: my something, limits. Something like that
0: close to you. Yeah. Yeah. I do know my limits. Um, So, Lastly, this is your chance to plug yourself. Um, and I know, to be honest, I've watched you in the last few months completely blow up on Instagram. Just yeah. like, whoa, it, it's, it's kind of gone stratospheric on Instagram for you. But please tell us where we can find you
2: on lots of different places. Yeah, so probably my main platform, as you say, is Instagram. I, I absolutely love Instagram. So you can find me there at Caroline Jacks Cake School, uh, spelled J A X. Caroline Jack's cake skill. Um, Anybody, just a quick one as well, who is not using Instagram Reels, get using Instagram Reels because they are the best way to grow your business just now and be seen by new people. So that's how I've gone in the last few months from... Gosh, was it like 4,000 to over 20,000 followers wow. in that matter of a few months? Yeah, and those were solely down to Instagram Reels. So top tip there for you guys. So Instagram, come and follow me there. Um, and then, of course, I've got my my free Facebook group, um, which is you know my community for cake makers, and that is called The Cake Business Lounge. Um, so those are probably the two main places that you can come and find me and see what I'm all about. Fantastic. Excellent.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Thank you for having me. We would love to get you back on sometime if there's another topic that, you know, if there's anything you ever want to talk about, just you know, shout and I've we'll... for days and hours. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem, isn't it? <laughs> this is it, yeah. Where do you stop? <laughs> but yeah, please feel free to get in touch if you ever want to come back because your Scottish accent has been soothing and delightful. Yeah. <laughs> so many people say that as well. They're like, oh, it just soothes me. I feel so calm when I listen to you. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, unless there's anything else you want to offer, I think we're done. Not uh,
1: thank you so much thank, thank you. you thank you <laughs> Thank you. she was lovely I, re- oh. I really enjoyed talking to her wasn't it so good we have to get her on again as a guest yeah she was so lovely and her voice was so relaxing
0: oh, yes. and, and it's kind of, she's knowledgeable and all this wisdom and then you could just go yeah I can listen to you all day Mm. Yeah. No, we mm-hmm. definitely definitely need to get on again. Really really lovely lady. Yes. That was one of my tops. Was it? Podcast. They Out were 30, all my tops. 36 episodes. That was one yeah. of your tops. Yes. Yeah, no. Definitely I think we should definitely get her back on again. Absolutely. For sure. Right, product of the week. It changes every week the theme tune.
1: Okay, like I'm going to remember.
0: <laughs>
1: right, go on then. What is your product of the week this week? Well, I've chosen something that all cake makers probably have. I have Ooh. about three, one of Ooh. which is broken. Um, it's the Dresden tool. Oh, yes. <laughs> you oh my can't God, I've live got without five. it. Yeah, Yeah. you can't live without it. Um, It does so many things. You can poke little bits of icing out with it. You can (laughs) vein stuff with it. You can um, make smooth stuff, divot stuff. Yeah, yeah. Lots of stuff. Do you have different (laughs) – lots of stuff. Do you have different brands or do you have a particular brand that you like? I have different brands. Okay. I'm going to – just tell you a little bit about the uh, Dresden tool for those of you out there who don't know what it is. <laughs> it's called its specific name is called the flower shaper, and it's often referred to as the Dresden tool. This double-ended tool has one end for adding intricate veining to leaves and flowers, and another for smoothing out petals and creating wide-shaped veining. But most of us use it for for various digging out things. Yeah. Oh, I just I just love my Dresden tool. Um, and um, you, they start at. You can get the really cheap ones yeah. with the pink handles that fall to pieces. So you know it might look like you're getting a good deal, but I wouldn't buy those ones. Can you remember that packet that I bought that had? Yes, that's us?
0: the one. And they they missed the M. <laughs> Off of the front of the modelling tool. they were oddling tools.
1: Yeah, yeah, cheap yeah. eBay that was. Yeah, but they fall to pieces in the dishwasher, in the yeah. sink. You don't want that. And then you've got um, a variety. They start at say two ninety five, um, and that that's the average price. But yesterday, when I was um, having a look at what uh, what at this tool on the internet, I find found one from Alan Dunn. And yeah. it's metal, which saved the world. Oh yeah, nice. So um, I'm hoping when I go to Cake International, um, I'll be able to get one. Yeah. But people like um, Serrat do I've them. got the Serrat one.
0: I got the yeah. Serrat one
1: at Cake International
0: last time we were allowed to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you bought yeah. And I love my Serrat one. It's really nice.
1: Uh huh. And the one by oh, I've said the I I said Alan Dunn. I've got the name wrong. I'm such a donut. (laughs) It's actually Robert Haynes who we've met. (laughs) We have met him. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sorry, Robert. (laughs) Oh What a a donut. Um. Anyway, um. This one is twelve pounds seventy five, and you can you can get it online. Um. I like the fact it's metal, but each dressed until you buy some have different endings yeah they're they? all slightly different yeah yeah and i'd be interested to get to get this one because um i like i'd like to see how it's I'd different like, i like the idea that it's metal because it's probably quite weighty to to use as yeah well. it's quite nice to use that's right. and smooth
0: <laughs> yeah yes yeah because that's the thing with the plastic ones is they all have like a um a join. yes yes yeah a lot of them have to, i mean my serrat one so i've i think i've got two different types i've got um the wilson one which is the one with the yellow
1: yeah middle, i've got
0: that one and that's got like a really pointy one end and then like a flat like spoony yeah. end but the yeah. serrat one there it's not so pointy at the other end
1: it's like a little flat spoon yeah one. and i do like i've that also one. got some beige ones but I don't know where I got those from. <laughs> but I love those. And I've got a black one, which has snapped, unfortunately. Oh. So, because um, I dropped it and it just went ping.
0: But um, yeah, and, uh, definitely, and they will be easy to pick
1: up at Cake International. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I recommend this as a tool all cake makers should have. It, it's that kit. one that you go back to every time, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, you, so, yeah, you can buy the packet of the Wilton ones, which has got lots of different ends. But the one that you will use the most will be that Dresden tool. Definitely. For sure. For sure. Oh, good choice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, now I'm excited for yours. Oh no, So, so mine, mine is the most mundane thing, right? So it's not pretty. It's not at <laughs> all. There's nothing attractive about it. But I was making a wedding cake the other day and I thought, I don't know where I'd be without this.
2: And mm. that is
0: pre-cut grease-proof circles. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm thinking if I had to cut all this grease-proof out for this wedding yeah. cake, 40s, four, yeah. four layers in each, yeah. I I would have been pulling my hair out. I really Definitely. would.
2: Definitely. Definitely.
0: So, and the ones that I've got, so you can you can buy them. And you can buy them places like Lakeland. So they work out really expensive. They're really pricey. But the ones that I've got, so I don't buy every size. I buy, I've got six inch, eight inch and 10 inch. And then yeah. the six inch, I kind of push into the corners of five. Mm-hmm. And then the eight inch, I use in my seven inch tins. And again, I t- like push into the corners. Um, yeah. And the ones that I've got now, how long ago did the shop shut? Um, well, it's, <clears throat> com- I think it's. Three years I... this year or four years? It's four years. Four years this year. I yeah. am still using the ones Small. from the shop. Oh, my God. Because we used that to buy convenient. them. I mean, the thing is, yeah, you can we buy had, them. We had so many. Yeah. So you, you can buy them. I think we bought them from cake Boxes Direct, which I've got the prices for from cake Boxes Direct. But you can buy them from places like um, the Cake Decorating Company. Yeah. But I did have a look online the other day, and they've only got certain sizes in stock yeah. at the moment. Um, yeah. But if you go to cakeboxesdirect.com, that's where we used to buy them from. And you buy them as a $1,000. mm and so a, a six, thousand a that thousand. would last you. Yeah, and that's and that's why a I've while. still got them four years later. And I'm literally I'm just running out of my ten inches, four years yeah. down the line, I'm running out of i yeah. I've still got like a, a good inch stack of uh-huh. the six and the eight. That's wonderful, isn't I know. it? It's just like just yeah. bliss. So if you go to cake boxes Europe, um so if you if your most popular cake is an eight inch, say, a thousand is fifteen pounds eighty four. oh that's brilliant if you think about how much a a box of um yeah so i looked at at asda a 10 meter roll of greaseproof paper is one pound 15 yeah so you know it's i think they work so i get six inch eight inch and 10 inch um and yes you look at it and go oh my i mean the 10 inch are 20 pound you think god 20 pound for
1: greaseproof paper but four years later i'm only just buying some more do you know? Um, I went to a tutorial with this woman once. I can't. Rem- I can't even remember who she was. It was through the British Craft Sugar Guild. Yeah. Um, and she says that of in the evening she likes to sit on her sofa and cut out rounds. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my um, word. I was, uh, oh my god. Uh, she, how many does she cut out? Yeah. Oh, I- and is that organised or is that just? Yeah, um, is that wasting your time? I mean, this is what yeah.
0: I think is that, <clears throat> so the other day I made the wedding cake and I'm doing, I I don't line the edges of my cake tins. I just grease mm-hmm. the edge of my cake tins. Yeah, then same. I put the greaseproof paper in the bottom. And that's what I do. And it's like, a bit of butter around the edge, greaseproof bo- thing in the bottom. I thought if I had had to cut out all those greaseproof rounds, that would have yeah. taken me – I mean, it probably wouldn't have taken me that long, but it would have felt like forever. Yeah. And, oh, no, it's a good five, ten minutes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and if you, you have to do that every time you're making cakes. Yeah. I just – I mean, I do – for 12 inches, because I don't do many 12 inches, so I do cut 12 inches out. Mm. But, yeah, that's, that's my product of the week, is that I think it, they are an absolute lifesaver, and I love mm-hmm. them to bits.
1: I like it. Yeah, so I, I think I think we are done. I think I've remembered the tune. Product oh. of the week. Product of the week. <laughs> product of the week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think. So I think I think we're all done for today. Next week, um, we have Cake International. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm
1: so excited.
0: <laughs> so we will be there on the Sunday. Um really looking forward to it just seeing yeah. other cake makers and other cakes and yeah
1: and stuff, stuff. <laughs> to buy just stuff
0: i don't need and any inspiration
1: stuff. oh i i want a new turntable oh so i'm gonna have oh, a look nice. and uh, maybe a dresden tool <laughs>
0: yeah i wonder if sarah will be there because i buy something from sarah every they time i they go They really are, aren't they yeah buy i don't know because of international oh, travel we-
1: oh no I want them to be there
0: yeah I really I'm really hoping they're there really hoping they're there because I always buy something from
1: them and potential future guests yes on the
0: show yeah so if you're listening and two weird ladies come up and go would you like to be on a podcast that'll be us (laughs) yeah (laughs) how exciting so see you at Cake International next week then okay ta-ta for now bye bye thank you for listening to this episode of the business of cake making if you want any of the details of anything we've mentioned today please head over to the show notes at daisycakecompany.co.uk we always love it if you could rate, review or recommend us that always goes down a treat for us we will see you next time or maybe at Cake International take care